this podcast is for conversation and educational purposes only. I am not a mental health clinician that's allowed to give you medical advice to go do some dumb shit. Yes, I said dumb shit. I do curse to express my individuality. So if that offends you, then please don't fucking listen. Now, y'all, enjoy the show. Are you tired of that bullshit? Tired of that bullshit. Toxic people in relationships. You may be dealing with the narcissist. Put you down in every argument. Down in every argument. You might be fighting your depression. Trying to figure out the lesson. What's the Maybe you're looking for a soulmate, yeah, well, yeah. but the tight ain't looking great. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm too keys and I'm in town. What's up? I'm gonna help you lay them burdens down. Help you lay them down. So please enjoy this episode of the Sexy Nurse Chronicle. Welcome to the Sexy Nurse Chronicle podcast. Got more ass than a bitch at the gym class. Like, like, kick, kick, girl, you should stop that. Bitch number 12. Y'all, welcome to the Sexy Nurse Chronicles podcast, a mental health podcast where we sip tea and talk about love, relationships, and mental health. I am the creator and host of the show. If you like any of my content, please do not forget to like, subscribe, share, download, and follow the Sexy Nurse Chronicles podcast on all platforms. I'll make sure I put that in the description below. But I am also in need of a little prayer. <laughs> in need of a little prayer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I pray for you, you pray for me. We're standing in the need of prayer. Oh, yeah. We're standing in the need of prayer. Okay, look, I ain't gonna start, y'all. I'm just saying prayers always welcome, and y'all talking about the good prayers. Because at the end of the day, if y'all are listening to me, if you're new, if you're reoccurring, I appreciate you, and I'm praying for you. Because you're believing in the same thing I believe in. You need the same healing that I'm going through, honey. We gonna heal together. Okay. Now, look, don't be trying to give them little ugly-ass prayers, you know, them little backhanded prayers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all can keep them prayers, honey, so. I rebuke all of them in the name of Jesus going against me and any of my listeners. All right, all right. So, guys, I want to give a shout-out, of course, to my listeners in the U.S. and internationally. Look, I'm not going to go down the list. Just know that we are officially 12 episodes in 365 days around the sun. So, we got some one um international listener other than so you got the u.s i think one percent was india i was like oh shit i got people in india listening to me shout out to india by the way but now we have 25 plus listeners so this is officially a global mental health podcast and i am so damn grateful thank you guys i really really appreciate you but um on this episode i'm not gonna go through i'm, I'm gonna get y'all started because i know y'all be like fast forward you can if you want to um if anybody would mind you can put some time steps in the comments below if you um are watching on youtube or whatever podcast platform go ahead and put that timeline down there so we can skip some stuff because i always have to give um 
my flowers while my people are still here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, w- I want to give you your flowers while you're alive. And so this episode, as you see or don't see, is an audio podcast. A bitch is still trying to figure out the ropes. Believe it or not, yes, this is 12 podcasts around the sun, but honey, I ain't got to 250 yet, you know, so I got I'm still trying to feel this out. But, um, you know, especially with uh, me going to school as NPL, I'm officially a year in. I have a year and a semester left. And I'm killing it, by the way. Thank you, Jesus. Um, But, like, I have been so focused on that and trying to balance my school life, my social life, my kids, being a mama life. Um... Did I say homework already? Papers, all this, you know what I'm saying? But, like, uh, I plan to be in this for the long haul, as y'all can see. I'm not a bitch that's going to start something and give the fuck up. So we're going to be consistent about keeping this motherfucker going. But as soon as I get the shit, you get it. Y'all get it. So thank you so much for tuning in. I want to give a shout-out to one of my coworkers. So I worked in a department never I've never worked in. But I've always realized that every time I am not on my home unit and I'm and I'm floated to another unit in the hospital, I worked every unit in my hospital. It's about five of them. Three, four, or five of them. Um four or five. Okay, but anyways, yeah, y'all know the ADHD be kicking in, honey. Let me give me a little bit of my tea. Mm-hmm. But no, like, seriously, though, all jokes aside, um, I've worked them all, but I've noticed that every time I get floated, I get to work with a co-worker that I haven't worked with in a long time or ever rarely get to. And so this co-worker just so happened to be promoted as supervisor at my job. And it's so cool because I've loved him as a just regular nurse just working with him. He's just fucking cool all the time. Shout out to Josh. Um, I was sitting there doing my homework after we had some downtime while he was actually training me for the last apartment I had not worked at. So... Out the blue, hours later, he's just like, Kiki, I'm like, what's up? He was like, um, I listened to your podcast. I listened to a few of them, and I feel like, you know what? You're doing a great job. You need to keep going. And I'm sitting here, like, in culture shock right now because I was not expecting that. But it was an honor, and he got to exchange his experiences with mine and mine experiences with his. Um, and at the end of the day, it just gave me the motivation and the push that God is always going to be in the cut, pushing you, using people who you least expect just so God can show you that it's him. So shout out to you, Jeff. I really, really, really appreciate you. Um, and as I was still going through this spiritual, I'm going to say writer's block. It's just like that last video from recording everything, audio and video. Honey, that sucked the fucking life out of me. Do you hear me? And so I'm not going to lie. I probably put a little more. I did. I put more on me than I should have bear. But... I take it as a lesson because now I know every aspect of video recording and audio recording and every every aspect of podcast from to, to e-commerce. Y'all, I, I have a, a Sexy Nurse Chronicles podcast store, by the way, on my website. Link will be below. But, like, 
I have to delegate in order to give y'all this content. So, you know, I'm coming through a little humble moment. I'm having to ask for help. But um, I had some uh, some really good people that influenced me and, and it was inspired me. Um, Lano from Born Rich Club, y'all give a shout out to him. He just started. Like, I was actually... Um, inspiring him to start. I had already started. I invited him to some event, uh, an event or two um, with our little podcast community we have in Asheville and he didn't even know how ready he was. When it's a calling over your life, God's going to put people in your life to make things happen. And sometimes those people are going to speed things up. So shout out to Born Rich Club and I feel so special because in every episode they have, they have a statement called Mushy Moment. And so they give recognition of flowers where flowers are due. And I was on the episode, I can't remember which one, I'll put it in the description below for y'all to check out. But he gave me my roses. He's basically like, thank you for introducing me to, you know, speeding the thing up, this podcast thing. And he's actually doing awesome. He's actually a fucking natural. So yeah, y'all go check him out. And y'all, one more shout out, I promise. Like I said, put a timestamp if you want to fast forward to shit, somebody help a sister out. But I want to give a shout out to a friend, my little sister, somebody that is so selfless, you know, so mature, especially she's like, she's actually like 10 years younger than me. And we're not biologically sisters, but blood would not make us any closer. She's fucking awesome. She's smart. She keeps me on my toes. She doesn't judge me. She loves me. She puts up with me. I put up with her. But I love her. I'm so grateful for her. And so she is the backbone behind this podcast. And she stepped up and honey, and helped me with some shit. So got me a little personal assistant. Shout out to LaDosha, y'all. Follow her. I'll put her shit down there in the description box below. Now, the icing on the cake. Because the bitch was really like, I don't know when I feel like doing this next episode. And definitely because I got so many other things going on. I had to remember why I did this shit. I had to say, Kiki, why the fuck did you do this? You, I had to go back to my journals, honey. That's why, honey, there's a process. And I need to I need to articulate my process in some kind of training program that gets you where you need to go. But it's a process to go from, from thinking to doing and from doing to executing and the trials thereof. However, when you got good people that are behind you that um, help you when you get distracted or motivate you or just just sincerely give a fuck about you, you need to love them back. And her her boyfriend, who was just a sweetheart, her fiance, really, honey, good man, honey. They they was they one of them lucky couples, the ones that meet early and actually stay together and be together and have beautiful kids. Yes, Thomas and he told me give a shout out for his music. I love Everett. He do have some good shit. You know what I'm saying? He's different to be young too. I told you they wise. They they well they will be above their years. Y'all check him out. So with all that being said, are y'all ready to jump into the 20 red motherfucking flags on the play that you will be not okay if you avoid these and we finna put some motherfucking boundaries up? Y'all ready? Okay. Red motherfucking play on the flag. Flag on the play. Hey, flag on the play. They want to claim you early as hell. 
and you know it might come off as like joking and shit. Cause I wonder he was so hood, he was so funny though. I love these silly ass niggas. That's my problem. I'm silly, you silly. You maybe ish got some goals. We'll get to those red flags too. But they wanna claim you early. Like I would call him, and he would pick up the phone. And be like, hey, I would hear him pick up the phone. And be like, hey, hold on, this is my this is my gal. What's up, baby? No, ain't nobody on the damn. <laughs> ain't nobody on the other motherfucker line. But I'm like, that's cute. But at the same time, red flag on the motherfucking plate. Because the more you joke with this shit, the more they thinking you really do want them to claim you that fucking early. No, nigga, y'all know I done said episodes before. I just met you yesterday, so the boundary that you had to put up with them. To counteract this motherfucker is to let them know your intentions up top, uh, right up front. Let them know, hey, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm doing. Now, I'm honest. I'm dating. I'm going to kill his ass. And don't get mad because I'm dating because I just, what did I say? Met you yesterday. What? Okay. So it's just like you have to respect that. That's a boundary. You can't overcross that boundary of trying to claim you early because, you know, and like I've always said, if somebody trying to claim you early, they trying to distract your ass from that bullshit, get you wrapped up in the digmatized. Yep. And then you looking stupid. Mm-hmm. You know? Unless you automatically tell him, look, I'm not looking for no relationship. I just want some D. Give me that vitamin T. Penis. You feel me? Um, and then if that's a mutual agreement, that is, but that's not what I'm looking for. So, mm, red flag on the plate. Number two, they want you to meet their family early as hell. You remember that episode? That episode, uh, my favorite movie in the world, uh, Way to Exhale? He said, you raggedy bitch. And I was going to take you to meet my mama. At the end of the day, you should be grateful that I'm allowing you to grace my presence because I got it going on. Y'all remember Robin, baby, honey? She was the shit. Okay. okay? She was, honey, every time when she walked by, you see all, over, all the men. Turn had to look at that boutique. Okay. So the point of the, the thing is, you trying to move too fast. When you're trying to move too fast, I know it's a trick. You're trying to rap me, y'all. Red flag on the motherfucking play. Let that motherfucking know. Uh, I don't, if you don't feel comfortable with me, his family, then say, hey, I don't feel comfortable yet, you know. Let me get to know you a little more. Because it, then you're going to want to meet my kids and you're going to, uh-uh, nigga, I don't know you like that. Uh, so, uh, red flag on the play, y'all. Number motherfucking three. Now, y'all, these are all, these are not uh, red flags that I got off an article. This is all of, off of experience. And I got some experience for y'all asses. Shout out to John Pinker for inspiring, inspiring this episode. Uh, so, number three. They don't have the stability that matches your stability. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, that means that you might be a GED nigga trying to get with a PhD bitch. You know, it's levels to everything. And the amount of work that you might have put in, you might not even have a GED. You know what I'm saying? Might just, you know, you're trying to get it together. And you just on the dating scene and you looking at anything that's pretty. But the thing is, it's just like when the stability doesn't match, it's kind of like 
it now I'm saying it kind of like it is like you're settling because at the end of the day everybody needs security you need security that's the foundation of any relationship other than trust you know and genuine love so it's just like if I'm a woman who has my own car um my own place a good career I've managed to accomplish <clears throat> these goals over, you know, time and executed the motherfuckers to the point where I feel invincible. Bitch, feel like really, uh, I, I can be whatever I want to be. Yeah. I know you can't. I know you can't be what I want to be. Yeah, if I work hard at it, bitch, I'm it. Period. That part. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm trying to say. But like seriously though, if you know what I'm saying, he don't have hobbies. That's a big thing. People don't think about hobbies because at the end of the day, after you work your job, which I hope you have that, a car, I hope you have that. If you don't have, if he doesn't have those two or she doesn't have those two and you have those two, that's a big crutch already because you got to pick a motherfucker up from random ass spots. What kind of shit is that? Then they don't have a job, so they might not be able to fund some shit like you will be able to fund some shit. You feel like it's one-sided. And the thing is, it's like they don't have hobbies. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just talking about getting hoes and getting money. That's not a hobby. Like, something that you do, whether it's a video game or hopefully it's a hobby that can, that can turn into a, a career. You know, because at the end of the day, it's all about goals. And being goal-oriented, this podcast turned into a hobby. To me now, this hobby don't turn into a business. Because what I thought was just going to be some recordings, me reaching out to y'all, loving on y'all, y'all loving on me, y'all supporting me, we're healing through this journey. I'm thinking that's in now, baby. You still got a website. You still got to record it. What you record got to get out of it. You got to uh, uh, edit it. You, you got to have some content. What, you, what, 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 what do you feel is so passionate that motherfuckers should have to sit there and listen to your, your podcast? What benefit is it? Like, it takes effort into this. So it's like that hobby now has become a business because now I'm selling my... I, I, I got to make money. Uh-huh. I, don't, I mean, I don't have to, but I should. I should capitalize off of that. So that's, that's kind of a business. And the fact that I believe in this so much that y'all have been blowing up my motherfucking orders. Thank you. Y'all check me out on the 16 I'll put the shop below. But yeah. And it's some good ass material too. But like, if you don't have a man that don't even have a hobby, just go to car, go, go to work, go home. Go to work, go home. Homebody. Like when he said when they say it on the online dating website, say they profile say homebody. That means bitch. They really gotta come up out their comfort zone to take you on a date. Look at that shit too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For real. And it's like goals. Ask the motherfucker. Y'all like, start asking them. I know this sounds like a, 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 a interview or interrogation, but you need to motherfucking know what are your goals? Right? Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Huh? Oh yeah, I see myself uh, working at my job and just trying to get by. Or you got the type of motherfucker, well, yeah, I'm getting my CDLs right now, but, you know, I plan to have three trucks and this, this, and I move up. 
Okay, great. And you don't even have to have a, a high school education to be an entrepreneur. You know, a lot of times the hustle just comes in your DNA. So if you utilize that what's in you, you can you it, it don't take degrees. You know, mm-hmm. all right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you feel me? Okay, so if they don't have what you got, like if a nigga don't have a car and I have a car, don't have a house, like I said, this is the inconvenience. Um you don't know where they're coming or going because they don't have a fucking stable address. It, that, now, if you don't have your own shit either, that's different. You know what I'm saying? You meet people where they are at or where you... Y'all meet each other where y'all gonna be at. But, like, if I'm up here, I'm gonna be resentful because I'm gonna get tired of picking your motherfucking ass up. I'm gonna get tired of, you know what I'm saying, just because I want to go over somebody. I need to change the scenery. I'm gonna go to somebody else's house. Go your house. But see, the thing is, so many men have this generation, these new generations, a lot of men have gotten used to living from woman to woman. And let's just be honest about it. It's a it's a real thing. Because a nigga will break up with you and be like, oh, you just want to go to the next nigga. No, I really just want to be by myself. I was by, by myself before I met you. And I can do I can do great without you, better than I have with you. So no, a man is not going to make a difference. But when you comparing that reaction to a man that has actually lived from woman to woman and really don't got nowhere to go, Okay, put two and two together. So let's move to number five. You make up a lot of excuses about him when your family, your friends question you about who he is. Well, what's his name? What does he do? If you got like, well, he's in between jobs. But you know what? He has, you know, been at this job. You know, if you if you just if you got to to sugarcoat shit just to make it make you feel better and not sound like. Uh, you know, and it's just like, or they were like, okay, so what does he do? Okay, whatever. Well, you know, does he have a car? Bitch, do he got a car? Well, no, he's, his car just got, that's some bullshit. Baby, if you don't have no car right now as the woman or the man, if you don't have no car, it's okay. Okay. To fuck with a, a, a bitch that do or don't have a car, but if they do, you need to be respectful of their motherfucking whip. These ain't the new day and ages where we just let y'all niggas get the whip and, and drive bitches around all day. No, I need gas where the fuck I got to go. It's $10 a motherfucking gallon. A bitch got to trick for a fuck for gas. Okay, so if I'm a trick for gas, you gonna trick for whatever the fuck I need you to do to help me get this gas. Like, contribute. Okay, y'all ain't hearing me. Anyway, so, but like, if you have to make excuses and you feel like you're making excuses about this this person that you're dating in their situation, real motherfucking fact, real motherfucking flag, I'm sorry, on the play. So the boundary against that is, is just like, don't settle. If you feel like you know in your gut that this is true and you have more to give than he does, you know what I'm saying? And he doesn't really have a stable plan or goal to get him where he needs to be. Like, it's just kind of vague. <laughs> Bitch, take your vague ass on, weird-ass motherfucker. Honey, don't settle. G- go with that feeling. Cut that bitch off! Now, if you can talk about him and you head over heels for him and 
his energy matches your energy. Your work ethic matches his worth ethic. Your love matches his love. Your commitment matches his commitment. Okay, now now we we going somewhere. So let's go to sign number six, boundaries. Okay, y'all, we're talking about boundaries and red flags. So if you, if any of this uh, resonates with you guys, please drop it down on the comment below. Say I feel you, bitch. Let's say hopefully we don't get um you know one of those strikes. But anyways, number six, they try to consume all your fucking time. A nigga that wants you to call and text and check up, or a woman that always wants to call and text and check up, and the moment you don't respond, they got an attitude or got something to say, like they're entitled to be able to say this, like they feel entitled. It's like, baby, I just met you yesterday. Okay? Just met you yet, honey. You first of all, don't assume. And I, you know what? I had to. I put my own foot in my mouth one day. You know, what I'm saying, assuming a nigga was gonna take, we was gonna supposed to be going out, and then he just went in my head. I'm just like, if you didn't want to go, blah blah blah. Apparently, this nigga was sick, or something really did happen. He was mad at me for that. But my thing is, at the end of the day, I apologize. Like, I'm sorry. I really thought that you did. You know, what I'm saying, stand me up. Uh, we've been looking forward to this all week, blah, blah, blah. But he wanted to keep on being in his feelings and playing victim. Bitch, goodbye. <laughs> Shut that old whining ass shit up. You whining, baby. You whining. That's what I'm saying. And they whine when they can't consume all of your time. Baby, if, if you feel irritated about the type of time that he's trying to consume compared to the shit that you got to do as far as work or home or, you know, we all get in that little honeymoon phase. You know what I'm saying? Well, we just want to be around them at, at the end of the day. But you have to continue what you was doing before you met them. Like, this podcast is not going to stop, for example. Just think if I met a guy and I just stopped doing this because I just liked him so much. No, fuck you. Because if you don't like my podcast so much, you can go to hell because this motherfucker is going to keep on going, period. So let them know. Let them understand. Get boundary. Communicate. Let them know how your schedule is. Honey, I, look, my podcast means a lot to me. And you know so this, So if, you know man. what I'm saying, I feel some funny energy or like you're trying to be, trying, you know, be just like, bitch, acting like a bitch, goodbye. Uh, blocked, cut them off. Cut that bitch one, off. One. Number seven, you feel down. You feel deep down that you're giving way more than you're receiving. We just talked about that. You feel deep down that you're giving way more than you're receiving, and you know you are. If you're a good person like me, it's at the same time, it's like, I got common sense, okay? Okay. So you may think you're getting over on me, but I got enough motherfucking common sense to know when somebody's getting over, but I only give so much to see how far you're going to get. But once you get right there, pop goes the weasel, bitch. You are blocked. Um, went on a date. Mm. I'm gonna keep him from next episode. I told y'all, we're gonna call him broke ass nigga with the Gucci belt. <laughs> All right, but anyways, uh, he just like really just taking in 
and trying to convince you with this love, oh, yes, my gal, like, I'm supposed, baby, I don't know who the fuck y'all think y'all are, and I don't know who the fuck to think that registered nurses have money and bank like that while we go spurge on the nigga, because best believe, the more, money we, the more money we make, the more bills we have, and we really are underpaid for the work that we do. Mm, 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 Shout out mm, to mm. all my nurses, bitches. If y'all feel me, drop a comment below. All right, number eight. They are constantly inconveniencing you. Hey, 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 baby, I need, can you do this for me? I need you to do that. And when you feel like you're, you're like, oh, I really don't feel like it. When you're saying in your mind, I really don't feel like it. But I guess, you know, I'm, I guess I'll pick you up one more fucking time. <laughs> or, I, or I guess you can, I don't know. I, whatever it is that is inconveniencing you, if it's inconveniencing you, um, the thing is to learn how to say no. Hell and a no. lot of times it's hard for people to learn how to say no when they come from, like, neglectful childhoods. You know, it should always stand back. I told y'all to your childhood. So, like, if you had a neglectful parent, it's like you're always looking for that love. So you're okay with people inconveniencing you. So, like, later on in life, so you just be like, okay, I put up with it. Just say I love you. No, bitch, I don't love them hoes. And I'm not going to let none of y'all hoes inconvenience me. Because at the end of the day, I cannot inconvenience you or convince you to stop being a flogging ass nigga. So, like I said, learn to say no. Number nine, they make backhanded compliments. So it's like a, that, like this person, this woman, or this man, they give you compliments, but it's, it's followed by a smart ass remark. And really, this could go for relationships. This could go for friendships, family ships, whatever. People that give you compliments, but they're backhanded like a motherfucker. Like, girl, you so smart, but honey, you be doing too much. I, you not, honey. Ain't no such thing as too much because it's either all or nothing. <clears throat> That's why. You never go far because you never put your all in anything. Honey, don't judge me. Instead, a, a, a friend would be like, I'm proud of you, Kiki. Or I'm proud of you, Nene. I'm proud of you, Sam. I'm proud of you, Christina. I'm proud of you, Josh. I'm proud of you, Jamie. I'm proud of whoever. Sister, brother, cousin, daddy, mama. I, I'm proud of you. Who a friend? A mm -hmm. uh, friend with benefits. No, I'm just playing. But like, whoever is, if, 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 no matter who it is, if they, if you feel like that was a compliment, but it felt like you was trying to, if you gotta think about it later, it was like, oh, that really wasn't no compliment. Like, don't come for me unless I send you. So unless they're sincere, I wouldn't even. I, I check them. So did you mean you? You you said this compliment, but then you turn around and follow this. Like, did you just throw shade at me? Sometimes you gotta expose a motherfucker for them to be like, uh, 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 no, uh, 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 motherfucker, uh, 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 your ass up out my face. Number nine, um, no, that's number ten. Uh, number ten, they love bomb the fuck out of you. Love bomb is that. Ooh, first day you meet him, I think I could fall in love with you. Second day you meet him, I love you. Third day, I'm in love with you. And then they just start doing that clingy ass shit. Dude, get the fuck out.
thing. No, you think? And because it's cute at first, especially if you haven't got the attention. But if that attention that they give you is so powerful, it makes you feel uncomfortable, red flag on the what? Motherfucking Period. And so this is what I would say as a boundary. I would not participate. Because of my boundary against love, I'm, I'm not going to participate. And I'm going to let you know I feel uncomfortable. Look, I know you love me, but I'm not going to tell you I love you back. I done been in some love bombing situations. It's just really, man, my heart is good. And, you know, niggas, they thrive. Uh, uh, them niggas with attachment issues and shit, they thrive off of that attention right back. They want it. Do you love me like I love you? Is the sex good? Shut the fuck up so I can concentrate. Don't ask me if it's good. If it's good, motherfucker, I'm going to say daddy. Yeah. You trying to, ooh, it's, ooh, irritating ass nigga. Don't participate, though. Don't tell them that you love them back because you feel like you're forced to. Because once you do, you done, you done started some shit. Y'all, we ain't starting no shit. Fuck that shit. And uh, let them know that it bothers you. So if they stop doing it, that shows that they respect your boundary. If they still keep on doing it, what you say? What I say? Red flag on the motherfucking play, bitch. <laughs> Goodbye. Blocked. Delete. You and your family. Cut that Fuck bitch you. Off. And, uh, y'all, we're going to get to number 11 after this pay promotion. Number motherfucking 11. 11, baby. 11, 11. Our manifestation. Got to put that out there. 11. They try. These fuck niggas. These, these hoes. These Decepticons. They try to manipulate your feelings. Try to change your feelings to what they want it to be for the benefit of them, which is what manipulation is, by trying to make you feel bad for seeing through their bullshit or wanting to take it slow to figure their motherfucking ass out. So I... I Bless these niggas who raised them. So uh, I met a guy... <laughs> I, I, I can't spill the beans right now. I want to give y'all this episode, but I, this this segment of Surviving Loves is gonna be on number episode number thirteen. But we're gonna talk about um, imposter syndrome. Mm, mm, mm. Y'all get ready. But no, seriously though, they try to manipulate your feelings by trying to make you feel bad for not wanting to meet them where they're at in their situation, like. They are entitled just because they like you. Like a motherfucker, because I feel like I like you, and I want you to be my gal, and I really fucking like you because you don't really like people that's worth some bullshit. You see a real bitch, and you really are in love with me. But, and you try to manipulate me with it. Mm-mm. Yeah, like, it is. I ain't gonna lie. But, like, at the same time, I wanted that. I was like, you know what? I had to think three times. I, had, I made the motherfucker come back to the house about two times while I just gave him something the same night. He came back. Um, yeah, When you got to get that itch, bitch, you got to get that itch. But I knew at the end of the day that it was a red flag on the motherfucking black and he was not gonna uh, last long. But like, you know, when I addressed the situation of, okay, well, you don't have a car 
and uh, you say it was fucked up. You done spent money on everybody who just died. About three niggas done died. You know what I'm saying? You done put money on them and everybody books. And you know what I'm saying? You ain't going to be down for long. What kind of shit is that? Hood ass nigga with a 300 motherfucking dollar belt. Coming episode number 13. Surviving love with two kids. Mm-hmm. But anyways, like, when I was just like, well... Honestly, I thought we was going to hook up. You know what I'm saying? You want me to go with you to this club that I met you at? I don't really go there. I just go there when I go there. You know, you just happen to be there. I knew you was a hood-ass nigga then because it's a hood-ass spot, but I love my little spot. They got the best chicken wings, too. Shout out to Jazzy Sensations. Okay. But no, like, seriously, though, it's just like, I met you there. I should have known. But really, I did kind of know because at the end of the day, now what I'm doing is whatever I do is my business, my business a uh, little scrappy uh, voice, my business But I already knew there's a possibility that you just a hood ass nigga. But you know, I, a bitch always want to see the good in somebody. And he actually opened up to me and appreciated me for, you know, just sitting there and talking to him. Because now we, we ain't talking about no sex. I know you want to fuck the shit out of me. I'm the Sexy Nurse Chronicles. A mental health podcast. Badass, bitch. I get that. I know that. But, the, you know, the, the, the looks, the shit get old. Because it's like, okay, you see my eyeballs and my face, and I'm looking at you through my eyeballs, and I see your face, but I don't see my face. Maybe if I see my face, maybe I need to put myself in front of a motherfucking mirror every fucking, it just pull out a beer, like, bitch, you just fine in a motherfucker. No, I don't, actually don't have to do that. But I will suggest um, that you do when you brush your teeth in the mornings. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, bitch, you fine as hell. Even on your even on your worst day, when you get that glimpse of yourself in the mirror, you still be like, bitch, you cute. Bitch, embrace those moments because you are mama. And sometimes a motherfucker is not going to tell you that without having some in, some kind of intention. Then you just bless yourself, baby, because you know what? It's called self-love. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Moving along. Moving along. You know, so it's like, okay. He was like, well, if a woman don't want to be with me because where I'm at, you know, she can... Hold on, first of all, baby. Hold on, hold on, baby boy. Mm-mm. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Wait up, wait up. Hold up, swallow up. The thing is, I'm not saying that I'm not trying to meet you where you at. Because obviously, I'm still talking to your motherfucking ace. Knowing that there's red flags on the motherfucking plate. When I tell you, the gut is just screaming. The, the, the gut is just screaming. You know what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit is in your gut. You got neurons in your gut too. Honey, that's, that's science, that's spiritual. Honey, that gut feeling that, that, that's, that, that, that in your heart, it just pulls on you like, you know, you really, eh. Don't you know you need to do like a little, just wait a little bit and just do some, and just, mm-hmm, that part. Listen to that motherfucker. They love you. Okay. And so, like, it's like, know your worth and then add tax. Now, instead of engaging in the motherfucker like that, you know, it's important that you talk, to, you know, about things like that early in the relationship. And I'm not just saying relationship, like, go together, because people think if you say, I'm in a relationship with, I'm in a relationship with somebody, it means that I'm with them, like, intimately. No, you have relationships. This is a Sexy Nurse Chronicles podcast where we talk about sex. Well, did I say sex? 
uh, that was originally the logo, uh, the slogan, but we talk about love, relationships, and mental health. And I'm not just talking about relationships with being with people, with a, with a man or a woman intimately. I'm talking about relationships with your friends. We're going to talk about relationships with everybody, with your, with your loved ones, your significant ones, your coworkers, everybody. So when I say relationship, they, they, you know what I'm saying? They just feel entitled. What kind of shit is that? When I say they feel entitled. These type of people, red flag on a motherfucking flag, on the play that you should talk to them and you should be happy because eventually they are going to be this big rapper. This nigga is 50 motherfucking, he's, he's, he told me he's seven years from being 50. But what the hell, boy? Told me he ain't get locked up until he's 36 years of living. That's about where I'm at now. And now you, you, you 42, 43, you bitch can't count. But, like, you got a Gucci belt on. And I'm going to tell y'all what happened. Episode number motherfucking 13. Uh, number 12, get off that broke-ass nigga. See, we're not going to go on a rabbit hose. We're not going to um give this man the glory. Okay. But we are in this episode because I'm going to tear his motherfucking ass up. Do y'all Welcome. Number 12, they don't support the things that you are a part of or the things or hobbies or likes or um, circles that you are a part of before y'all started dating. You know? You know, you're used to doing your podcast. You're used to doing your music. You're used to going to do your poetry. You know what I'm saying? You're used to going to do your karaoke. You're used to go hanging out with your girlfriends on every one of every one once Friday every every month. Now you ain't seen them hoes in about six months, and every time that you do want to go, and y'all, you and this man just so happen to get more involved. By that time, he got an attitude about where you going, baby. You have to maintain in order to have a healthy relationship, and what a healthy relationship looks like is a couple who have each partner go out and do their own thing, whether it be their hobbies, hanging out with people that you knew, your podcast, your music. <clears throat> your writing, your book, your degree, your whatever means a lot to you. You're hanging out with your sisters. You're hanging out with your brothers. You're hanging out with your family members. You're seeing your girlfriends, doing your weekly thing. Like, whatever that is. If, a, if, if you stop doing stuff like that to start to be with a man, um, boundary, this is what you do. Red flag on the motherfucking plane. <laughs> Keep that in mind the entire time and express that in the beginning that this podcast means a lot to me. So I would like your support as the Sexy Nurse Chronicles. I have people that support me, that love me, but I can't, that don't mean shit. It, well, it does mean a lot, but like, it's, it's stupid for me to date a guy who doesn't love my shit like my best friend Ladosha or her, or Thomas, my brother Thomas, or Josh, who tells me to keep going, or the, the woman that told me that I influenced them to finally leave that no good ass nigga. We're not doing this shit in vain. And I'm not going to ever fucking stop. Y'all might not see my shit every Sunday on the dot every month, but just know this motherfucker finna come out on a Sunday, and when it do, bitch, catch it. Bloop. All right. Number 13. Number motherfucking 13. Red flag on the motherfucking plate. Put this down in the comments below. If you have dealt with someone 
that you're not happy with sexually. Look, I didn't even start with this because y'all know I love to talk about sex. <laughs> I, I love to talk about everything holistically. I, I love all this shit. It's, it's, it's levels, it's, it's layers to all this. But, like, you're not happy sexually. And I learned this at a young age to um, not hold that shit in because at a young age, you kind of be like, oh, he's just cute. He just think he's just doing his thing. Eat my coochie, bitch. Tearing that motherfucker. Just, like cookie monster. <laughs> Knowing the clitoris is fucking sensitive, sensitive, bitch. Don't get hit in the motherfucking head. Bloop. Okay. Domestic violence. Now, mm-mm. No, no. And then you want to keep going like you doing something? Bitch, if you don't get up off of me. What kind of shit is that? Move, uh, yeah. Yeah, you, you should have stayed where you was at. Now you want to be over here and be like, girl, honey, all kind of shit in there for no reason. Making all kind of weird-ass sounds and shit. I think it was doing some kind of girl kissing. Why you kiss? Uh, boy, if you, you know what? <laughs> what you do is the boundary that you put up, when you are, you should feel... Or you should feel like, yes, you should feel like the person that you are giving yourself to, you are allowing them in your temple, okay? So because I'm allowing you in my temple, not only my, in my temple, you ain't at my, you're in my temple. You're in my energy space, you're in my physical, you're in my mental, you're in my emotional, you're in my sexual. You're, you're in, honey, you should just treat that a little sacred, okay? Honey, after you after you done spent about three thousand in bills and all the stuff you want to do with trips and shit, it, it ain't that damn hard when a motherfucker wants to tell you what you doing, bitch. Uh, paying bills, what you doing? Okay. Minding my business, being wonderful. What are you doing? Getting on my nerves, honey. <laughs> Talk about how, come on. Be the man. Step up. Step up. Because believe me, believe it or not, a bitch is tired of being in her femininity. I'm tired. I mean, no, I'm not my feminine. My masculinity. I'm tired. For real. I want to be cute. And I have been cute lately. And been in my feminine and my masculinity. Y'all I'm trying to say. Number 13. You are not happy sexually. Okay, we already talked about this. Keep on going. Um, but tell a motherfucker. If he's gnawing on that shit, you'll just be like, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Baby, look. Uh-uh. Because a man are actually listen to you if he wants to actually please you sexually he'll stop and you tell him but with some people you got to be real zyrick i don't like this i don't like that if we got to do a cold word a little a little, little handshake tap a little bloop on the head you know you know what i'm saying just satisfy me and you you'll be surprised by you just opening your mouth and telling this woman what you like or telling this man what you like to please you sexually, what people will actually do. Honey, they think they be doing shit because people be gassing them up and stuff. Honey, I had to start, I had to teach a nigga how to kiss, honey, I had to bring it back to wait and exhale. You remember Robin? Yeah. Robin, he, she said, honey, after he done tried to get in the bed, was it Michael? <laughs> Michael tried to get in the bed. He tried to get in the bed and he was like, whew, grabbing, won't you? And then he like went real fast and he quit and then he tried to do it again. She's just like, uh-uh. Don't kiss me like that. Kiss me like this. And she told him, and then they kissed, and then y'all know the movie. She's like, that's when I felt like 
I exhaled or some shit when son broke through. Even though he still wants shit anyways. Train these niggas what you have to, to do it how you like. Or these women, like, you know, I, I tell them what you like. If, it's, if you like a, a bitch to suck your eyebrows, I don't know. You like a bitch to joke your balls. Who cares? Whatever you like. You? And I tell the motherfucker, don't yuck my yum. All right, y'all, number 14. They get caught up in lies. That ain't a hard one. If I got to catch you in one lie or two lies, even if they're petty lies, that boundary right there that you said, cut that motherfucker. Cut that Move bitch to number 15. They are always talking about, about their exes and calling them crazy. So a motherfucker that can't never find fault in himself, I done met guys that have found fault in themselves and be like, I'm not with my wife because of X, Y, and Z. And it's something that I did. You know what I'm saying? She's a good woman. She take care of my kids, blah, blah, blah. I respect a man like that. I've heard, I've, I've met a man like that. One of my best friends, rest, rest in peace. Um, but then you got the motherfuckers that, I, yeah, you know, you ask them about that baby mama, and either they say, yeah, we cool, or, yeah, you know. You, you could tell by the energy, by what they give you. But, like, ask questions. You have the right to ask questions because you have the right to know if you want to deal with a motherfucker if you don't. And you don't have to wait so long to let some shit unfold for you to find out. So if they're always talking bad about their exes and calling them crazy, red flags on the plane. Because what did you do to make that woman act like that? Or what did you do after this many years for, to make that man walk away? You know what I'm saying? It's always three sides to every story. Bo rest his peace. My strip club Players Club, Cabaret Royale Manager. He said there's three sides to every story. It's your side, their side, and the truth. Moving along, y'all. We almost done. Y'all sticking with me. Okay, number 15. No, 16. They motherfucking gaslight you. They try to gaslight you. Y'all know we always talk about gaslighting. For those who don't know, I'm going to give you a brief introduction. Gaslighting is to gaslight somebody or for somebody to gaslight you. Basically, there will be a situation going on. And you'll see that situation for what it is. But then they'll tell you that that situation is not really what you see. Like, uh, I didn't hit you. You just walked into the punches. Well, what the hell, no, bitch, you got hit. You know what I'm saying? Or, or I didn't cheat on you, but you seen him with your eyes or your loved one that you know would never lie to you. Yo, I mean, yo, yo, Ace Boom Coon that would never lie to you. Anybody that's telling you the truth about a motherfucker, you sit like, well, I didn't see it. I'm going to keep on trying to trap him. No, you're trying to trap your feelings and throw them down deep down inside hoping that it would get better and wanting to believe the lies but the lies are actually the truth yeah because with the narcissist they'll actually tell on themselves by throwing shit at you that ain't even true you know or telling stories fake lies do you always just say they, they always lying for no reason but they'll actually lie about some shit that happened with their friend or their family member, but they'll really be telling on themselves. Just like, just giving themselves away, and you really won't notice it until you like separate and make sense of everything and actually say the shit out loud to your friends, your family, your support, who actually would have helped you if you had not been love bombed and isolated. But, uh, you know, hey, 
you live, you learn, you know, you grow, and that's what um that's where I'm gonna leave it. And so, um, number seventeen, they are abusive emotionally, financially. They can be sexually or physically, and um, spiritually as well. So anything that they have that they can use over you, whether they can emotionally just break you down or financially just drain you out of your money or sexually just push themselves on you when you say no or physically restrain you, grab you, Slap you, kick you, bite you, throw shit at you, choke you. All of that is physical abuse. It is not legal. It is not um, It is not normal. It is abnormal, and it's not a part of a healthy relationship. So if you are going through that and you need help, I'm going to put the um, domestic violence hotline down below. Because it is not fair. You don't deserve that. Nobody deserves that. Not even a narcissist. As much as I can't stand they fucking ass, I feel like in this world, no one person deserves that. Now, unless they give it to you, then you sock them motherfuckers in the balls or in the eye. Look, I don't condone that. Okay, let's move on. Uh, 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 number 18. They are co Mm-hmm. Dependent. Red flag on the pole. Codependent. Or you are in a codependent relationship. So when we talk about codependency, there are so many perspectives and aspects and components to codependency. But to give you just a quick overview of what codependency is, it's like you are the dependent that the person that is the manipulator or abuse or abuser thereof they're the co of the dependent so basically you're you're helping them or you are validating them or you are rewarding bad behavior by going back to them because they feel like okay she's not gonna leave I'm I'm gonna I, I don't put my hands on her. I done degraded her. I done made her look like a horrible human human being to the point where I feel bad. And I still blame it on her just because I can't put that on me because I did her so motherfucking wrong. Dirty ass niggas. What kind of shit but is that? The moment that you because of whatever situation or what reason you go back to keep on going back, you know, that gives them okay that it's okay to treat you how they treat you. And y'all know my motherfucker saying, you teach people how to treat you by what you allow. So when you allow bullshit or, or even if they have a drug problem or anything that you could do to keep the peace, if you're funding them in a, an emotional, financial, physical, sexual way just to keep the peace, you are being codependent. That's a, they're codependent on you, and you're codependent on them because you think you got to be Captain Saber. So because you're Captain Saber, it's, it's, codependency is unhealthy. It's excessive times and moments where you have to be together way more than normal. Ain't no hobbies. Ain't no wobbies. Ain't no none of that. It's me and you in our face all the time, being toxic, being irritated with each other, don't have no boundaries. Red flag on the motherfucking plate. Number 19, they threaten to cause harm to you or themselves if you try to leave. That's that motherfucker. If you leave me. I'm going to kill myself. You know, 
No, I don't mean no harm, but, like, after you hear that shit so much, you be like, well, nigga, do what the fuck you gonna do, because now I know you're bullshitting. <laughs> you can't keep on using that. And I dealt with that at a very young age, day, my high school sweetheart. He used to, I, I'm gonna hurt myself. You ain't finna do shit. And you still ain't doing shit 20 years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years later. <laughs> you still out here, you even my hood. I'm so glad God saved me. Honey, when I tell you, God's rejection is your protection. Can let me say that one more time. Rewind. God's rejection is your protection. Move along. Red flag on the play. If they decide to harm you, then that means you need to go seek help. I've had friends lose their life. The sweetest fucking most awesome people. Y'all already know. Honey, if it's not worth your life, it's not worth your life. And unfortunately, the system is fucked up, especially for black women. It's, it's fucked up, okay? So it's just like, you have to reach out. Don't be stuck. Pray. Have a plan. You got to have a plan. You got to have an exit plan. You know, rely on your people. If you feel like your life is threatened, baby, domestic violence shelter. I am going to put the hotline in the in the in the in the description box below. I love you. And sign number motherfucking twenty. Y'all don't stuck with me. Y'all don't stuck with me. Y'all sign number motherfucking twenty. If your gut says something ain't right, bitch, red flag. Whoop, whoop. On the motherfucking your gut is your intuition your holy spirit whatever you want to call it when something in your spirit says it ain't right how many times have you gone against that and been like damn i should have listened i should have listened to myself i should have grabbed that umbrella i knew it was gonna rain something told me to grab i was being lazy or somebody to, some told me not to talk to him. Or some told me not to rush into this commitment or this job or whatever the fuck it is. If your gut, your Holy Spirit says, red flag on the motherfucking play, bitch, the flag is not blue. Woohoo! So therefore, y'all, those are my 20 signs, 20 red flags, and 20 boundaries to put with them to give you the armor in your mental toolbox to handle any motherfucking thing that comes your way red flag on the play on the play boundaries pay attention to them your gut i want to tell you i love y'all i thank y'all so much for fucking sticking with me y'all please go to the sexy nurse chronicles.com and visit my store. Come get some of my shit. I got all kind of cute stuff and things. If you know a nurse that do nursing stuff and all that kind of stuff, honey, yeah, or you just want a cute, I got LGBTQ, all that stuff. Y'all fuck with me. But no, in the meantime, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. I thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. Until then. <laughs>